You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day guys, welcome to the round 17 live Q&A with Talking League. I'm your host, TK. Let's bring in the boys. We've got Jake and Jay Warrior. Jay Warrior will join us shortly, but Jake is here. G'day, Jake. Hey, TK, what's going on? Good to see you, man. Always enjoy these live Thursdays. Now, ladies and gentlemen, especially the people that's listening on the podcast, this is live. Pretty much we're doing it at 6.30 usually every Thursday night. So if you have any questions, jump on the Facebook page and join myself, Jake, and Jay Warrior every Thursday. But, Jackie, let's talk trades for round 17 because we're both going to go what we've described as big dick energy this week. And we're going four trades each, but tell the punters who you're going with, man. Yeah, I've gone back on my words from Sunday. I was considering staying with head-to-head and just not worrying about this week, but uh, I couldn't couldn't resist. I've only used one trade in the last two weeks, so I've gone all out, used my four. Uh, I didn't really want to trade Haas out. I think he could be a hold, but uh, i just trying to chase those ranks. So I'm going to trade him out, um, along with three of my other cash cows who have sort of not quite peaked, but they're just about peaked. So Tago, Cooler, and Karaz all around that 500k mark. Yep. Um, and I'm trading in uh, two guns and two cash outs. So trading in that uh, Pole and Palacia as cash outs and Pappenhausen and Offengaway's two guns. So leaves me a bit of spare cash left over so I can upgrade as Ramim next week. He's only really, really, really want to, um, one in my team that I want to trade out next week. So him to a gun next week and that. It's probably my 17 done. Nice. Six trades left total, yeah. Well, that's good, especially this close, well, still round 19, round 20. It's good that you're kind of getting towards that back end. But I've gone four trades as well. Pangai Jr. Frizzell, for sure. I've got some bad news, ladies and gentlemen. While she's gone, I've just got too much. Yeah, he's just annoyed me a little bit with his signing and all that sort of stuff. So he's gone. He's gone for Latrell Mitchell. Kingy's gone for Cheese and Karaz is gone for Ramian. But... I think Jay, Raymond, uh, Jay Warrior is ready to join the crew. Let's see if he can hear us. Jay Warrior, have we got you? Yeah, I've got you. Perfect, mate. How are you, mate? Good to see you. Yeah, I can hear you, bud. What happened, mate? Bit of tech issues back in in New Zealand, mate? Our Wi-Fi is hopeless, so... Oh, good, mate. We're just going through our trades. Why don't you tell us what you're doing this week trade-wise, mate? Uh, yeah, medium, medium for me. Uh, I'm bringing in Joe, Haleasia, and the pole, the big pole. The pole. Well, there's a few questions on him, so I'm glad someone's covered him tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to start your questions. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the reviews that you've left on Spotify and also Apple. The Snake, Corby, he'll be here eventually as well. In the next kind of 20, 25 minutes, he'll be joining us. With his well, last week he let us all down with by picking players that weren't even in multis. But he's back. He's he's promised a massive multi this week. So this is going to be really interesting, boys. Let's rip in. Eric Wells is the first question. Other lads, what's your thoughts on Pole versus Paliasina? Love Flogsy. G'day Flogsy. Good to see you, mate. But Jakey, why don't we start with you? Have you had a look at these two guys, mate? Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see this weekend how you actually pronounce. Is it pronounced pole or pole? I'm not not too sure. I'm not sure. Jay Warrior, have you got I'll any to, insights in that one? Uh, I'd have to be pole, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, anyway, um, pole. Uh, I think he's probably. I've I've gotten actually both of them as cash outs this week. I've brought both of them in, but I think if you're choosing one versus the other, uh, I think pole is sort of locked down that uh, first first or second prop off the bench in that rotation. Last week, he um, he was on the bench. Uh, Stefano Utukamano was also on the bench, and Pole actually got the first interchange, which is pretty interesting to see. So I think his job screw looks fairly good. Um, Kamali's sort of looking to bring a few more young guys through. I think Seyfarth even got dropped, so... Um, probably yeah, really good for his job security. He's probably only going to play you know that thirty to forty minute role, mm. score thirty to forty points. He had a pretty good PPM, few, pretty good base stats. So I, I'd probably um, co- uh, go Pole over Palacia, but you know Palacia is not a bad option either. He's he's proven he can score that thirty or forty odd when he gets that starting prop role as well. Yeah, a couple of good options there. Palacia has been in the team pretty much all the way through, and then you've got Pole like you did mention. I heard that Kamali's been getting a bit of a tap on the shoulder by Tim Sheens that he has to start bringing some of these young kids through. So I think we'll see plenty of that. We've got another guy debuting on the weekend too. But Jay Warrior, you've been, you're all over Pole, eh, mate? So give me your thoughts. 
Yeah, well, obviously, he looked good last week, point a minute. Any time a player can average a point a minute, uh, promising signs. It's a little bit late in the season to be bringing the play and hoping he'll make some cash, but he could literally be your last uh, cash cow. Mm. They can maybe make a quick couple of hundred thousand and then you pull him in for your final trade upgrade. Yeah, nice. All right, boys, I think we've answered that pretty well. Next question, Judas. He's back. Jesus, Jesus is his friend. Tang, Tango for Ghana or Bird as a keeper centre. Now, boys, let's rip this apart a little bit because both these guys, Ghana and Bird, I'm not sure if you'll kind of want them in your last 17 because if you're using trays right now, I'm suggesting that they have to be in the makeup. If it's not the 17, you're probably 18. I could probably get away with Birdie being my 18th man, but I think when you're trying to wrap up your top 17, I'm not a fan of either of these guys. Jakey? Yeah, Ghana has been going okay since he's moved back to the second row. Uh, I think he averaged somewhere in the 40s or 40 odds mm. when um when he's playing in that second row position, but you know so so does Tago. He already averages 42. Um, Bird's been pretty down this year, 30 averaging in the 30s. So I probably wouldn't go. Probably would definitely wouldn't go Bird. Um, it's pretty sideways to me. Like you're training him in for one round. Um, like Garner's going to play one extra round. Is that what 40 odd points are you going to get this round worth that one trade? Mm. I'd probably. I'll probably lean just just stick with Tago, save the trade. Yeah, I think so too. All right, Jay Warrior Nate Nate says evening weapons, Polo or Palacio. I think we've covered that one already. Actually, you you decide who would you do if you only had one trade, Jay Warrior. Who would you decide between these two, mate? Well, I've actually got both. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Polo, especially if you might be able to trade him out at the back end of the season, and he's going to probably consistently score. I think Palacio scores more this week though. Yeah, nice. I like it. All right, Isaac Barnes in IPAP-less team. Who are the captains here? Let's talk captains tonight, boys, because yesterday we lost Nico Hines, which was just an obvious one. But it's great, right, because we all got Nico Hines. So it kind of brings us a little bit more conversation. But, Jay Warrior, why don't you go first? Who are you captaining and why, mate? Yeah, I've got a pretty simple rule. When it comes to captain, if he doesn't get 50, you might find me out by the tree. <laughs> So, for this reason, I'm going for Joe O uh, against oh, Robbo's advice of bring a player in. But I, I'm the opposite. I think if you're bringing a player in, you're bringing him in because you believe he's going to score 50 if he's one of your keepers. So, I believe he's 50 the worst score he could make this week. His last four weeks, he's got 60s. So, for me, I'll take a 50, 60 from Joe O. He might not have the top-end ceiling that some of our other options would have, but he's safe. Yep. I'm going IPAP, boys. I think bounce-back week. He's had a, a rough month, I think. They're going to have to be fired up for this one. They don't want to be going too far down the ladder. But, Jakey, who are we captaining, mate? Yeah, IPAP as well. I, I wouldn't be, um, you know, if someone wants to go off and go instead, like, I, I wouldn't mind that. He's playing about 70-odd minutes at the moment with Twile out. So he's definitely a good option, but, you know, IPAP averages 60 this season. Good enough for me. I'd, I'll take IPAP. Yeah, nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring the snake. Snakey, good to see you there, mate. People have been anticipating this. But before we get to your punting, why don't, we're just talking captains and trades, mate. What have we decided for yourself? Yeah, I was listening to you guys. I was interested... Uh, probably a flip of the coin between those two, actually, myself, just going a bit safer. Um, I'm still on the... I haven't bought Joey in properly yet. I've gone away from cheese. I've cooled off on him because I want to target <laughs> Cook now. He was, if I was going to bring Grant in, um, just as that backup. But, mate, it, it could change again in the next hour. <laughs> Just, there'll be more news again, I bet you. It's chaotic this round. <laughs> nice. All right, Colby, mate, ladies and gentlemen, they're, they're waiting for this, mate. It's been anticipating. You've got shirts out, everything. What's snaky? What's your th- Is it a three-legged this week? Nah, I went four. Did got you? <laughs> well, the, f- the, four, the fourth leg was just the Eels head-to-head, which oh, I think that's a pretty safe one, to be honest, against the Tigers. There's all sorts of stuff going on there. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the first one, well, Eels head-to-head. I just think Tigers are fighting within themselves. Who knows even going to... Brooksy, surely he won't play. He's taken on the hierarchy. 
Then I went tonight. I went. I backed our guy again. He's on that left edge, Oremia. Oh, this God. could be his last game. Is he playing? This could be his last game for season. What's that? Is he going to play? Yeah, well, just whoever plays that left edge. But I think Meany's going to play six. That was because Nikarima was there at six last. No, Pappy wasn't named yet. And I was a bit worried who was going to sort of lose their spot. But the because of that one, um, who he's playing up against, Katoa, yep. he's let in a few tries the last few weeks. And I just think Nikarima and Ramian, they're good in attack, but I don't know, they might not be the best defensively. So I think they'll target that side. Storm have got all their um, left edge intact with Bromwich as uh, opposed to Lewis out there. And we all seen Pappy loves the, the sweep out there to um, Oremia. I think Olam does also take a bit of traffic away from that left wing. So going him at the any time, this is a deal like this one, Jakey. I'm on the Knights head to head. I think no no Murray, no Cook. Don't shake head, dude. <laughs> no <worry. laughs> um, I, yeah, I reckon no Murray, no Cook. And the Knights getting a few troops back, got their first wing. They, they've got a good little run. They'll need to win this to be even a sniff. I don't think they'll probably make the run. Um, they've probably left it a little too late. 260, though. I've just seen plenty of value in that one. That was my sort of value one to, to bump nice. it up a bit. Yeah. And the last one, the Bronx and Dragons. So I've had a little sort of leg on each game. I've gone the overs here, uh, plus overs. 40 and a half. The Bronx, they're averaging plenty of points. I think they've had 23-ish for the last three games, and then before that, we're scoring a plenty. Dragons, young spine, they'll leak a few, but they'll be sort of just playing that real attacking footy. It goes back to, remember the under-20s comp a few years ago where it was like 44 to 42? Yep. Yeah, so the the young spine there, I think they'll have that mentality when they're playing the footy. So, yeah, I'll, that'll be a good one. If we get to the fourth leg, we just cheer every point home on the Sunday and hopefully get a nice collector. It comes in at... 12.50, but if you boost it or power play it, it gets to a nice uh, $14.30. All right, stakes take. So, Parramatta head to head, Dean Iremia, anytime try scorer, Newcastle Knights head to head, and in the Broncos Dragons, over 40 and a half points. Yeah. Lock it in, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Snakey, thanks for dropping by, mate. Really appreciate Snakes takes this week, mate. Well, boys, good luck. See you, Snakey. Good luck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the snakey. Get on board, rip your phones out, get on the app, but we'll keep going. Alex, my overall rank is 233. Is seven enough to keep that? Have used two this week, so after six trades left. Jakey, how many are we carrying this week, and how many do you think to be competitive, especially at his rank, should he be making? Uh, well, I'm way out behind him. I'm at 5,000 with seven left, so <laughs> he's doing a lot better than me. But, yeah, sevens, I think that's probably maybe one or two under average. I don't, I'm not too sure, but yep. at his rank, I, I'd be happy to keep using those trades, keep pushing for the, um, you know, gain those ranks. And, you know, if you happen to run an injury, so be it. But it, rank of 233, you have to keep doing what's best for your squad. So yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to trading. How many do you have this week, Jakey, you're playing? Uh, player-wise, I uh, yeah. had 12, but with Hines out, back down to 11. Okay. But that, that is four trades used, so yep. seven without trades. I've got 11 as well. Jay Warrior, how many are you carrying this week, mate? Uh, I'm 11 as well. So. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. And I think I you think... need about that to make a bit of a move, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for Alex, the problem he's going to have is at rank 233, all his nearby competitors will be trading as well, so... I would say at the pointy end of the thing, at the uh, leaderboard, you probably need nine, and you need some really good players in there. So. Yeah, I think people are trying to make a move this week, and that's exactly what I'm doing as well, so that's why I've gone pretty hard. Okay, next question, Aparima. Evening, gents. Thoughts on Mitch Moses? Jake, we've talked about him on the Sunday show, and it's one of those things that you're probably not bringing him in this week, but if you've got him, just hold him. Just see kind of how State of Origin plays out. He's still quality. He's going to score you a 50. It's just there is a bit of a gap right between him and DCE. Yeah, like if, if you can only afford Mitch Morris, like I wouldn't be opposed to getting him, but I've owned him like a lot of this season. 
fell into that trap again. Same as last year. He started off really well, same as this year, and then just fallen off close to origin. So I wouldn't expect him to go... Ma- I think, oh, I'm think i not sure if they got a soft run. I think it's a pretty even sort of run. They play some good teams. They play some bad teams. So I'd expect him to average around that 50 marks. But yeah, if if you have the cash, I'd definitely go to someone better like a DCE. Yeah, and it's one of those things that it seems Paramount are playing worse footy against the, the worst of teams. So... They've got a couple of hard games in there, so that's not a bad thing. Let's keep moving on. Uh, Jay Warrior, Ro- Roman, he wants to know Lolo or Max King to Little Parp. So he wants to offload a couple of pretty consistent mids there, but who would you do out of those two, mate? Uh, well, I've already done Max King. I got off him straight after round 13. Probably hurt me a little bit, but mm. uh, I've held Lolo, but Lolo has not produced this year. I'm... You're not a fan. I'm actually a fan of what he's doing. Lolo. Yeah, I actually thought his first half last week against the Broncos was probably the best by any middle forward that I've seen this year. Yeah, it's just, it's just the fantasy points aren't adding up. He hasn't dropped a, a big score on us this season, and he's had a few 40s that are starting to lower that average. So, yeah, I, I'd probably get rid of Max King, I think. You know, he, he hasn't got a very high ceiling. Lolo has a high ceiling. So. Yeah. Jakey, as a Cowboys fan, you must be worried about that game against the Sharkies post-Origin. Like, half your team is in yeah. camp. Like, I don't know how they're going to roll up to this game. Imagine if they win game three, they get on the Terps. You guys might not even have a team on Friday. <laughs> and that's, yeah, Friday night too. That's a big one. So, there's pretty much zero chance anyone's going to back up. Um, but, yeah, it's a bit worrying. But I think we'll be all right if we can somewhat hold out. You know, keep the defence together, we might be able to scrape a win. Um, in front of the question, though, I actually don't mind Max King. Um, mm. Now with TPJ out, um, you know, that could see him take that starting lock role. Um, or maybe it might be Jackson move back to lock and then RFM on the edge. Who knows? But um, I, Max King's been pretty good since he's been starting. So, yeah, I, I probably lean to actually trade Lolo at this stage, personally. Yeah, I'd probably say keep Lolo for me. I just think he's more important to the Cowboys than King is to the Bulldogs. And I think this news also today with Jordan McLean, he'll probably miss a bit of footy with that hamstring injury mm. as well. So even if Cotter does come back, I think Lolo will continue to play these big minutes. And I think what I like about Lolo is in junk time, he's just continuing to actually just go after everyone. Like This is the first time I've seen him with so much intensity for probably three years. So I'm really still impressed with him. I know Jay Warrior makes a really good point of kind of like he's not really breaking past the high 40s. He's done a few 60s. So I think his ceiling's a lot lower than it was when he's back in his heyday. But I still think that we can get a mid-50s average for him on the way home. So I think for me, Lolo, Jakey said Kingy. And then I think Jay Warrior, he was Kingy as well. All right, let's move on. Aaron, uh, Jay Warrior, this is for you, my man. How's your 45-year-old hammies after those attempted pitch invasions at <laughs> Mount Smart last week? Hey, black Aaron. You don't want to, yeah. I can still probably shorten him up a bit if he wants to run at me. Oh, wow. There you go. Challenge is on. We'll do a charity boxing event there. All right, next question, Sam Hayes. Best red dot playing this week. This is an interesting one because some people actually do want the red dot, but it just seems the lower and lower, I'm pretty much the only guy that I've seen that probably can maybe confirm a red dot is that, is it Hawkins from the, the Broncos? Jay Warrior, have you had a look at that? Who's the young kid from Brisbane playing this Hoskins. week? Hoskins. Hoskins, my apologies. Yeah, Hoskins. He seems like the only guy that probably, because I know a lot of people are getting Tricky Trindle for tonight, but Tricky Trindle's always a chance of moving into the Shark 17. Fitz, he quite likes him. And then you think about the young West Tigers guys. They want to develop them. Anyone else, Jakey? Uh, I don't. Not that I can see um, that Matt Moore from the Tigers. Maybe I don't. I don't think he's going to play many minutes. I think Pole's probably going to play most of those minutes. Mm. Other than that, like the, most of the red dots that play the like say your Hoskins and your Cartwrights, they have pretty bad uh, schedules for looping towards the end of the year. So personally, I wouldn't be trying to get a red dot looper this week. I reckon maybe wait till next week. If you want to, if you want that, if you don't have a red dot already and you want something to loop with, maybe wait till next week to 
do a cash out and focus this week on getting those green dots that um, cash outs. Yeah. Just because it's just, it's not, can't not really anyone, like no one from the Tigers, especially, that's probably going to score well this week. So I'd, I'd probably wait a week, hey. Jay, where are you got the most experience out of all of us? How important is a, is a red dot and a looper in the back end of the season, mate? It's really, really good. Like last week, it was actually a nightmare. I was trying to pick your best four players. Then when you get a loop, you can choose an extra player. So it is quite important, especially when you've got a little bit of depth. But I don't think you should strive for a red dot. It's not a great plan. The points Mm. are going to be more valuable. You'll get a red dot by natural attrition. Somebody's going to fall over. Somebody's not going to be selected. Someone's going to get injured. Don't play... Play for someone that's going to get the best points this week. Get, if you can get 50 points this week, those extra 40 points, rather than going for the uh, Hoskins from the Broncos, are going to be way more valuable than... Okay. Yeah. I, I thought about this as well last night because I thought a red dot in a normal sort of situation would be cool, but given that we probably... It seems like COVID's kind of back a little bit again. And players are starting to get rubbed out by it. And I think we do still need a 21 players because there's a situation, especially after Origin, there's a situation in round 18. They're talking about Matt Burden. He had to sit out trading today. So there's probably a good chance that he won't play straight after. Penrith are talking about resting a hell of a lot of players against Pen- uh, against Tigers the following week. So we're probably going to lose Cleary. And then Roosters have a really short turnaround as well. So depending, I know they need to actually win... I think a lot will depend on kind of who wins this weekend. So if the Dragons win and then who else are there in the, well, Souths as well. If Souths beat Newcastle tomorrow and then Parramatta win, I think they've got no choice but to play their guns. But otherwise, they might give them a rest as well because the turnaround's really short. So we could, I think we've all got kind of that three or four origin players. I think we need all 21 players at this stage. I think it's way too early to be kind of just giving away that one player. So, at the moment, given the two scenarios of state of origin and COVID, I think it's a little bit too early to be going for it. Jake, any thoughts? Yeah, mate, I agree with that. Typically, that round 18 in most seasons tends to be almost as bad as a buy round because it's the last chance for any of those teams to get a rest in. You see that with Penrith this week. With I think there was six or seven players from Penrith's reserve grade side actually rested this week just so they... Uh, you know they're fresh to play next week when all the Penrith players probably going to get get a rest. So yeah, I, I, that's why I like that idea. I, I like the green dots. That's why I like that Pole and Palacia. That's probably the two I've gone for just purely because of the green dots again. And they're going to be green dots again next week, um, especially with Broncos as well. Palacia he might even find himself starting again. Who knows if you know uh, uh, Carrigan and the Hikes don't back up. Yeah, for sure. All right, Charles Walters here. Max King and Karaz to who? He's liking Pappenhausen and Latrell. IPAP and Joe O. Jay Warrior, why don't you take this one, mate? Yeah, I got Pappenhausen in last week on what can I just say would be the most exhilarating ride for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> With four or five minutes to go, and I was just like crying and then he just killed it um, but I think with the run under his legs I'd get Pappenhausen over Latrell. I think Latrell, in a weak team won't get the service that he needs and if it becomes down to uh, and I'm obviously already on uh, Joe O so uh, I'd go Joe O and Pappy out of those two yeah, nice. Well, I'm a fan of Latrell. I just think that he's going to be a catalyst between... I think Souths are going to make the finals, and I think they're going to make it in front of the Roosters. So I've got him... Because I just I don't, I don't know if I want to pay up to Pappenhausen. So I was trying to do the the maths. If I pay up to Pappenhausen, I don't think I can afford DCE. And I think out of the three of them, I think he's got the most consistency and the person that I'd most want to have. Also on Harry Grant, because I've got him in draft... And I'm sick of not having him and him picking up big scores and everyone else getting big scores. So I'm getting Harry Grant for sure because I can't afford Cookie. But you got some thoughts on that? this one, Jake? Yeah, I've actually gone Pappenhausen over Luttrell. Um, just be- purely because I like you can guarantee Pappenhausen is going to be a gun. Like He's going to be that top three-winger fullback for the rest of the season. Um, I think he got back to goal-kicking as well at the end of the last game. So I- I th- I'd personally go Pappenhausen, but... 
you know, if if your team's lacking val- team value, um, and you need like that cut price, I, I think Latrell's going to probably, you know, yeah, man, I actually don't know what he's going to average. He could average fifty, he could average forty, depending on how he goes. It, it's very risky, but if you if it suits your team balance, like if you can get Latrell instead of Pap, and that that extra two hundred k allows you to improve somewhere else in your squad, go go for it. Like I, I wouldn't say no, but personally, not for me. Um, IPAP and offer. This is a oh, it's, you know, two weeks ago you'd say offer every uh, you say IPAP every day mm. of the week, but um, yeah, is the th- you know their their form over the last few weeks. Offers actually been doing really well with extra minutes, so yeah, I'd, I'd probably lean. To- I got both already, uh, but I'd probably lean towards offer just because it's a lot less uh, more expensive at the moment. Is seven twenty and seven ninety. Yeah, nice. All right, boys, we'll move on. Charles has got another question about Jed Cartwright. So, Jed Cartwright, a good option to bring in for a red dot looper. You know what? I don't think he's going to be a red dot looper, I heard. His coach actually talking about carrying him on the bench. Similar to kind of that strategy they had at the start of the year with Arrow on the edge to start and then moving into the middle. And they're talking about maybe Jed Cartwright taking that role. So, I think maybe just avoid that one, mate, because there's a little bit of uncertainty around that one. Let's move on. Wayne. All right, Jay Warrior, you can apologize, mate. Will Kennedy, you've jumped on, my friend. What What was the turnaround behind this one, mate? No, I avoided him. Chris Lewis. I'm in the Chris Lewis camp. I thought you, you, you told me during the week that you bought Will Kennedy. No, not I, said the fly. No. Okay. no I, was, uh, I got Chris Lewis, and I was happy with my 33 points, and I'm going to be happier tonight when he gets his 50 points. <laughs> Will Kennedy's going 80 Will tonight, mate. I'll say that right here now, CK. If Will Kennedy outscores Chris Lewis this week, I'll shave my hair. <laughs> oh, yes. Can we do it? Can your missus do it live on air next week? No, I'll, cut, I'll pre-cut it. I, I haven't got time for that. But if if Chris Lewis outscores Will Kennedy, I want you to go full Reese Walsh on us. What I like, I mean, I'll do that without losing the bet. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Will Kennedy, he's about third rank of the possible pickups this week for job security. Palacia averages more, has scored more points over the season, is cheaper. So I'd go Palacia over Will Kennedy. Even if you've got a little bit more, Far uh, Moon of Brown would be a good option. Mate, I'm going to Captain yeah. Kennedy now just to spite you. Love it. <laughs> no, nah, I've got too many. I've, I lost too many ranks last week. If I had gained ranks, I would have done it. <laughs> Let's move on. Next one. Talking about another Sharky, Jakey, Tricky Trindle. Now, he's dead bottom, 220K. Again, I'm just a little bit worried that he doesn't turn into a red dot that he actually does force his way into the Sharky 17. Have you had a little look at Tricky? Yeah, he's averaged pretty well when he starts at halfback. Um, it, I think he's going to score well this week, um, playing the Storm tonight, so probably should get a fair few kick metres. So I wouldn't mind him, but that's, yeah, if, you, if you're wanting a looper, probably don't go to him because he's going to be that guy. He's either going to be on the bench or he might be like 18th man or something like that. So it's very dangerous to keep him as a looper. Uh, I'd probably be going one. Yeah, I'd be going one of your forwards unless you desperately need a half or whatever reason. I, I yep. yeah, I'd probably avoid for me. I think so as well. All right, let's see if this one can fit. This might cover our faces. This is that big. Jesus. Hey, TK and the boys love the podcast. Thank you, Jono. So many great narratives. Sorry for the novel. This week I'm looking at training Karaz, Billy Smith, and Walsh for Little Pops, Tars, and Kennedy. I don't really play head-to-head, but sitting inside the top 120 at the moment, good stuff, man. And now I have a bit of interest in overall. My main head-to-head plays this week, and without any trades, I have six players versus three players. In this situation, should I hold off Little Poppy? Part of the trade next week, as I'm not 100% on him, and Latrell could be. He couldn't even finish it. But a really good question, 120. I think you might need to keep your rank, especially now that you're kind of thinking that you want to play more overall. You're going to probably need more than six players. So, little pups, you are interested in him. Like, boys, it's one of those things that a lot of these people do the research, right? I think it's a fact that once you do the research, you've got to back your gut a little bit, right? And I think whatever is just kind of screaming out to me that he wants little pups. For me, I think he should pull the trigger. Jakey? Yeah, no, I like that. Um, it doesn't matter if you're playing for overall or head-to-head. If, it, if you, you've got a good trade there, do the good trade. Like, mm. he's trading in what 
was that two cash cow, uh, two cash outs and a cash uh, and a gun. Yeah, so it's Tars and Kennedy. So two cash outs and a gun. So doesn't matter if you're head to head player or an overall player. That's that's still a good strategy for both. So I'd definitely be pulling the, pulling the trigger on that. Best for both scenarios. Yeah, Jay. Well, I actually think that the three for three, actually the three that he's bringing in, is a bit of an upgrade, mate. Yeah, I like it. And I sometimes get a bit frustrated when I hear people say, oh, give him a week and see how he goes. If you like someone and you believe he's going to average over 50, pull the trigger. Yeah. Because there's a reason that you like him. Get it done. Now, I'm not bagging your three-date rule because there's certain players that definitely fit that criteria. Mm. But when it's a proven gun that's done it year in, year out, get him in. You're yeah. going to make those extra ranks this week. Don't give it up by not doing it this week. Yeah, I, I agree, boys. All right, Rich Martin, I want to get a little pop. This is another one. We've just got to go. Out. I'm going to put it out there. We've just all on the greens. Back your gut. Little puppy's good to go. He showed his 50. He scored like 50 points in two minutes last week. So just do it. But that's for, for Richie because I know he's a regular. So we're definitely going to do his question. I want to get little puppy, have Max King or Torhul to upgrade from. Boys, for me, Torhul is a massive hold. I think that the quality of what he's done in the past plus what he brought last week, really determines. I'd love to have him in my final 17, and I'm going to keep him there. So I'm uh, out of these two. Let's all decide. I'm going to say keep Toho, sell Max King. Jay Warrior? I agree, but Tohu is getting the classic TK treatment for me in the next three weeks. He needs to average over 50, or he's getting cut. He got 68 last week, but it was with that try, two tackle busts, line break. So it's a little bit inflated, and he's only scored one try this season. So he's still on a high watch alert for me. I'm not convinced he's a 50-point average. Okay. Jakey, who would you decide out of these two, man? Personally, personally, I'd like to hold both of them. If I, um, I currently got both of them, and I'm holding both of them. So if you could find another way to get Pat, uh, I'd try to do that. But if I had to choose one... Probably just based off this year's stats, maybe uh, maybe upgrade King. Yeah, okay. Hard one. Next question, Chrissy Cook is a regular. Welcome, Chrissy. Good afternoon, lads. Have eight playing this week after getting IPAP and uh, Puppenhausen. Would love to get one more. Looking at Lolo to Frizzell. Timmy Nine, I was looking to sell Lolo when Cotter comes back. Boys, for me, that's a hold. I think that's just a bit of a luxury trade, Jay Warrior. 100% agree. He's making 50 points. This week, maybe if Frizzell gets 50, you make 50 points this week, and then you might give back five points a week going backwards. And yep. so it's a, it might be a net loss. No, don't, I know it's nice to get extra players in, but just rest easy on you're not going to lose ground with nine or with eight. So I think you'll hold rank. So just hold steady. Nice. Jakey, Chris Rutter. Hey, Legends. How are we going? I'm thinking Karaz and King to Little Pups and Cheese. Who do you th- what, what do you think? That's, a, that's an interesting one because I think a lot of people have gone a little bit cold on Cheese. Like, you, you're not getting Cheese, are you? No, I'm not getting Cheese. I, I'm just a little bit cold just because his score was inflated by that try last week. And I think he stripped it as well, didn't he, in, in that big try scoring play, so that's about 20 points. So he would have scored about 37 in 60 minutes, which is, minutes are good, but his PPM may not just be there quite yet. I, I don't like this one, eh? I, I, I've said already that I, I do like King, with um, especially with TPJ out. Um, Karaz, if you can find someone else to cash out, I do like the Karaz to Paps um, upgrade, but try to find the money somewhere else other than King to Smith. I, I'd be holding King. Yeah, nice. I, the only reason why I like Brandon Smith because I didn't want to run the Hooker Grantland no more. And I also want a bit of a insurance policy if anything does down the track happen to Harry Grant, who I do really want. I also think that, I don't know what's happened between him and his coach last week, but it seemed that the coach put him back in favour, gave him 60 minutes last week. So returning to form, I'm only expecting, I'm only going to play him as the 18th man. So that's one of those things. I don't think you should be playing, if you buy Brandon Smith this week, I don't think he should be in your top 17. If you're holding him as your 18th or 19th man, I think that's a really good investment. So I think that should help you there, Chris. If you're thinking that Brandon Smith's going to score huge moving forward, I don't think that's the scenario you should be planning for. But if you're 18th or 19th man and a little bit of hooker coverage, I think that's definitely just plan for maybe a 35 to 40 average. I think that's where he's going to kind of lie moving forward. If we think he's only going to get 35 to 40, why not go uh, 
Fulmano Brown, who's only 327k, because he's going to be in that same bracket, isn't he? You Maybe know, he can just put a little bit more away in the bank. I just think that Cheese is elite, and I think that Brown, I think what eventually is going to happen is they're going to move Brooks to nine. I think they're going to punch him out at nine very shortly. Dewey's already blowing up about not playing 5'8". I don't think that's going to last very long, especially if they can offload Brooks to the Dolphins or something like that. I think he'll end up playing nine or just stripping minutes. I just think down the track, I'd rather just have Cheese. He covers that mid in hooker. And if anything happens, again, insurance policy, because I'm going down the Harry Grant route. I think if you go down the Harry Grant route, you need cheese because I think in round 25 or 26, he's going to get rested. Just gives you a little bit of insurance away from having to trade again. So that's the reason for me. But next question, Jay Warrior. Jay, he wants to know Kennedy or Palacia. Mate, you can't go Palacia, mate. What are you doing? I know what your answer is going to be. Palacia. Pole. Uh, both better options. I'd probably go Polly <laughs> or Palacia. Yeah, just stay off, stay off the Kennedy train. Mate, I hope so he smokes like, you tonight. I hope you have to watch. The... And just go look at the minus four and then look up and you'll see minus six. And then <laughs> Mate, he's a form fullback of NRL fantasy. Like, he, dollar for dollar. Last week, he was brilliant. I think, I, you know what? I reckon there was probably... Points they didn't score. He scored way more than 36 last week. He was on fire. What's the weather in Sydney tonight? Is it wet again? No, it, it hasn't been wet since last night. It's actually a dry track now. It's been sunny all day. So it's been, the forecast is sunny tomorrow and then overcast on Saturday, but not raining. It's not going to rain again till Sunday, which is good because I think Newcastle will have very similar wet weather to us. So I can see Latrell probably scoring eight tries tomorrow night. Kennedy probably five tonight. Get on board, boys. Captain one of them. All right, one of the boys, Joey. Joey Archin. Should I captain Joey Alpha or delete app? It's good to see that you're deleting app, mate, seeing that we've given you start the podcast. But, Jakey, you want to take this one away? Should he delete app? Uh, I'm always with you. I'm almost close to deleting app at the moment. But, uh, what are you no, talking about? I, you've I taken over your missus' team, mate. Um, what was that? You've taken over your missus' team, mate. So. Yeah, I need to soon. I need to rebrand it. So... Uh, no, I don't mind Joe. We said the answer this before. Joe, he's a right captain, so I don't mind him. Um, either him or IPAP for me, but yeah, I'd personally not, but I, I wouldn't go against anyone Yeah, captaining him. Nice. All right, move on to Mel. Mel Bates, Karaz to Latrell, Sipley to Paliasia, leaves 351k in the bank for the back end, looking for the big guns. Guys, let's talk a little bit about bank because I think it is very, very important. I've got about 350k, and you know we talked a lot next week about about next week, about players maybe being missing. And then, like, let's talk about... I don't think I would make too many moves next week, boys, especially after Origin. I think maybe around 19, 20 is probably the move round. Like, Jay Warrior, what's your thoughts about kind of that week after Origin? Yeah, I think it's really an important thing I haven't heard mentioned this week is we get four extra trades, but that's not till round 20. That's three rounds away. Mm. So a lot of us are down... After this week, we'll be down to two, three, four, <laughs> couple of injuries, and that round nineteen, we could be running pretty thin, you know. Like, so we've got to be a little bit careful. So next week could be a hold for me, if on the off chance that one of my players that's sitting around five hundred thousand this week or just under could go massive this week. I'm looking at you, Jackson Hastings. I'm looking at you, Ezra Mam. I need 80 from one of those players, and I could go straight to Cook, and that that would be a one move. But that's the only only trade I think of next week. If I cannot get a Cook next week, I'm not trading. Hold on, Jay Warrior. So you hate Kennedy, but you're still holding Jackson Hastings. Well, I was that deep in the hole that you've got it with two weeks to go. You might as well hold him. I just couldn't get rid of him, so I've held him. Yeah, mate. There's a good chance Will Kennedy will get will be worth more than Jackson Hastings by the end of the season because after he's 120 tonight, he's probably going to be skyrocketing. Keep smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Jakey, we'll move on. Jeffrey, hey, lads, I'm part of the overall league and majority of them need to delete up. (laughs) Nice, Jeffrey. Please tell me how I can tell them nicely. How do you tell your mates? Because I know your your mates up in Rocky, you've got a pretty tight-knit group playing fantasy. How do you tell your boys that... They're pretty much shit, man. 
Oh, mate, I've been doing this for years, you know, years on end. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of us up here in Rocky playing fantasy. So, no, the best way to do it is always, as soon as they trade in someone bad, just let them know, just just for weeks on end. Just keep reminding me about that bad trade and just get in their heads that way. That's how I'd do it. Great question. Just, yeah, find, some, find their weak spot in their team and just keep hammering it. Question of the night, that one. Jakey, I'll give you a real one, mate. Tager, he's a real, he's a legend, this guy. Now, cheese or new brown, which is interesting. We've kind of touched on it, but I didn't get your thoughts on it. Cheese or new brown here there, Jakey? Yeah, yeah, covered cheese. Um, on new brown, I noticed this. I, I was sort of keen on him last because he actually played really well last week, new brown. Like, he looked like a really good hooker um, compared to, like, the Little and Simpkin, but they, they've brought back little on the bench I believe this week so I'm not sure what's going to happen because Dewey's playing at centre so you, if you have little on the bench you wouldn't expect um, them to move Brooks into hooker and then uh, Dewey into the halves when you already have a bench hooker on, so I expect their rotation is going to be um, little coming on for New Brown not sure what the minutes are going to be like but and Dewey stay out in the centres so yeah, I'm not, not sure. I, I'd probably try to avoid both now, I, I, just personally. But if I had to choose one, uh, I'd probably almost go cheese now that, now that yeah, now that Little's on the bench. For sure. All right, Jess Holdsworth, is Garrick a borderline keeper wing fullback? Yeah, I definitely think he is. I think he's top five, so I don't think you want to be making that trade out even for Pups. Find another way for Pups because I think Garrick's going to be very important for the run home for Manly. All right, Jay Warrior, Ben, he wants to know, boys, King to Frizzell, Cotter to Cheese, and Tungo to Pole. Leaves him 780K. Good dead set by a house with the amount of money that he's got in the bank. But what's your thoughts on these three trades, mate? I just feel like King to Frizzell, sideways. Cotter to Cheese, no issues. Cotter has to be traded. And Tago to Pole again, Tago is a borderline keeper at the back end of the season. Mm. Like, he's, a, he's a great player to have in your reserves. He covers both positions, wing, fullback, and centre. So you'd want him in between uh, 18 to 21. So I'd be keeping Tago, saving a trade on King to Frizzell, and or he must have some junk player that he could upgrade and not worry about having 800k in the bank. Go one of his um, low players to Frizzell if he wants an extra player. Yeah, absolutely. I like that one. All right, next question. Liam Collins. Hey, lads, if you're starting an NRL franchise, who would your marquee player be and if you could sign anyone? That's an interesting question, Jakey. Who would you sign as your NRL franchise player? Uh, if anyone, oh, Nathan Clary for sure, because he's already the best halfback in the game. Halfbacks are hard to find, and he's also still really young, so I'd be going Nathan Cleary. I've got Reese Walsh. Maybelline would sponsor you. <laughs> Front of the... You just get that massive endorsement straight off the bat. Jay Warrior, who are you signing? Sean Johnson. That, that, dog, that dog you mentioned, he can just go and rot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously I'll take Cleary, but I think as a sort of a bit of a character and as a quality player, Munster would be a good sort of you know, brand that you'd like to have at your thing. I like it. All right, let's go to Hayden. Hayden, hey, lads. Tossing up Savage to Latrell or May to Papi. This is an interesting one. Now, boys, it's in, because CNK is going to the Warriors, so I think they might put a little bit more extra juice into Savage. And I think he's got to make one of these moves. And if I could pick one out of these two, I'm probably going Savage to the troll only because I think that he's going to need May because it's hard to offload Penrith players on the way home. But, Jakey, any, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's a um, tricky one. It's hard to tell without knowing what his team's like. Because Savage, is, if he's got a fair few trades up his sleeve, Savage still has some money to make. So if you want to do Pappy now, Pappy, uh, made a Pappy now, and then in a couple of weeks, you, if you have the trades left, to be able to upgrade Savage once he's peaked to another uh, keeper winger fullback. Mm. I'd sort of do that. Just Yeah, just really depends on the trades. I, I don't mind both, but yeah, probably probably made a pappy for me. Nice. Joe Warrior, what's your thoughts, mate? Uh, yeah, I've traded out Savage this week just out of necessity. And uh, yeah, I don't mind Savage to Luttrell. Although the thing I will say about Luttrell is I find him a tough watch. He scores his points in big clumps, mm. 
And that can be tough because he can be sitting low and then just go bang and he goes to 30 and you're like, wow. But you're always worried that the bang never happens and he ends on 12. So for that reason, I'm going to go made up happy. Nice. All right, boys, the teams are out. Sharks, Hines, Rudolph, Scratched, Trindle halfback, Fafita starting. Hamley Rally is the bench. 18th man will be Colloquin. Storm are 1-17 to 17 with your 18th man is Cody, not Cody, Nick, uh, his brother, Jaden Nicarima. So exactly what they kind of brought out last night. Next question, uh, let's go Dominic Thompson, Palacia or Kennedy as a cash out for this week. For me, I'm going to go Kennedy. You know he's got that job security. Palacia is pretty good too. He's got that jewel. He's been in the team for a long, long time. If they do have a couple of injuries, he'll probably play a lot more minutes as well. So I think both of them will do you quite well. So just kind of flip a coin on that one. For me, Kennedy, I know that Jay Warrior loves Palacia, so I don't even ask him. Next question, Brandon Brown. Hey, lads, cashing out Sexton to Pole, May to Papi, and King to Offer. Jakey, that's, that's pretty – that's big. Like, we've talked about the value of Pole, and then the other two trades, look, I know that Kingy to Offer, probably a little bit higher than sideways, but I still think it's a good trade because when you think Offer gets an extra game. Yeah, I don't actually mind in this case because you, if you're upgrading King, you want to upgrade him to someone who's going to score more than more than him. Mm. And offers with his increased minutes, I think he's going to average probably around that 55 mark now. So I don't mind it because you get five points per week on average uh, plus the extra 55 this week. So I don't mind that one. Made a pappy, great. Um, Sexton to Pole is a cash out, perfect. Pole is going to be, I reckon he's going to be a good um, 20th or 19th man. Like when it comes around 24, 20, 25, when we have no trades left and we need someone to play, I reckon he's still going to be in the team scoring 40. So I, I, I really like him. Nice. All right, we're going to get him a mate, Maxi Brown. Absolute legend, this bloke. Adam Elliott, is he a keeper? I just don't trust Ricky. Look, I don't trust him either, but Jay Warrior, at what point will you hold him? Is there, a, are you looking for something, an indicator? That went to sell him. Oh yeah, I was going to sell him this week, and then he wasn't starting, so I thought, great, this is going to be perfect. And he just belts out another sixty, and you're like, why would I trade him? There's no one better. And Ricky, yeah. I trust. Are you going down the Raiders route now, mate? <laughs> no one ever. I just think it's one of those things, Jay Warrior. If he dips, right. We already seen him now move to the bench. If he starts dipping to forty minutes, that's when I know that it's probably going to be a sellout. Like, I just don't know how. Like, what's going on in NRL where we've got Adam Elliott as a keeper? Like, what is going on? premium. <laughs> Jakey, have you had a thought about kind of any indicators of when you might sell him? Man, I, I was going to pick him up on the week. Uh, he was starting one of the weeks he was starting hooker. Then I reversed my trade when he got pushed back to the bench. Oh, sorry, no, was, he didn't get pushed back to the bench. He got get ruled out with COVID, so I didn't, never ended up getting him. So I was spewing about that. Oh, but no. yeah, I, 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 I think he's a keeper. Even if off the bench playing 60 minutes, like Ricky really likes him. So I'd just, just hold on for as long as you can with Elliot. Though I'm sure there's probably worse players in your team you can look at trying to get out. I guess he's, it- yeah, great guns at the moment. It's one of those things that because he signed with Newcastle, the sell point might be the point where Canberra just drop out of the finals race if they do. Like, well, I'm not considering that they're out of the race yet, but if there's a point in the season, just say four weeks to go and they can't make the finals, maybe Ricky starts experimenting with the team and that's maybe when we do need an extra trade just to maybe trade him out. So maybe we should just be a little bit vigilant. They're still on the board of that eight. So I, I think Ricky at the moment is still trying to no matter what his players are doing next year, he's still trying to field the best side that can get him into the finals. So I, I wouldn't be... I don't think the Newcastle factor has anything... If they drop out of the race for that top eight, um, maybe. But at the while they're still in contention for the finals, I'd, I think he's still going to be playing good minutes because he's yeah, a good player. For sure. David Primer, boy, up, up. We'll be singing it later tonight when we smash the storm by 50. All right, Damo, can anyone get on the fantasy site? Mine's been registered to top up. I can't get rid of it. Let's try it now. Boys, can you get into your, your apps? Uh, my fantasy looks fine to me. Maybe you tried to delete app and then he can't get back in. <laughs> Jay Warrior, you, can you get in from New yep. Zealand there, mate? I'm having the computer issue full stop. Jay Warrior can't. I can definitely get in on the on my desktop, so 
I was on before my app, so I think it's all good. All right, uh, guys, what we'll do, we'll do one more question before we wrap things up. Oh, let's go. No. Let's go this big one. Guys are writing absolute <laughs> paragraphs tonight. Okay, Bo, Bo Sleaford. I'm gun, gunning up Hunt to Joe O, take Tungo to Pups, Garrick to Latrell. He's bringing in the big guns. King to Clemmer. Now, he's 456 overall. He's got 12 playing, but only three trades left and 240K in the bank. Risking it for the biscuit, hoping to add two more guns and keeping six injury trades from round 20. Good luck to everyone. Boys, this is some big dick energy to finish because he's gone four really good players here. He's in a really good spot because he's 456 overall. You know what? Generally, I would say not to do it, but I'm in just let's have some fun with this. I reckon just pull the trigger, do it. I love the four players that you're actually bringing in. And I think you, given your position and what you want to achieve this week, I think it's ticking a lot of boxes. Jay Warrior, you're nodding your head. Yeah. I, when you're at that rank, you don't get there that often. If you're going to have a crack, have a crack, and that's what he's doing. The only one I probably don't love is perhaps to Garrick. Garrick's probably the fourth-ranked wing fullback this year. We're going to end up as the fourth-ranked. So he's only trading up to perhaps the second-best. But other than that, yeah, I'm not going to turn anyone away from uh, waving it around the room. Nice. Jakey, what's your thoughts on these four trades, man? Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, King, King Clemmer's upgrade. Uh, Garrick to Latrell's a little bit sideways. But if you think that Garrick injury is going to keep hampering him for a little bit, I, I don't mind it. Um, Tago to Paps, great. Hunt to Joe O. I'm guessing... Which Hunt is that? I think Ben I'm Hunt. guessing it's Ben Hunt. Yeah, yeah. I, I still like that. Um, it's definitely an upgraded point. So they're all upgrades, so they're all going to get you points this week, plus extra points each week on the on the run home. And it looks like his uh, final 17 is pretty much sorted, so he's looking at doing one extra trade with that 240k next week. Uh, six trades left for injury. I, I like I like him. Love it. All right, everyone, just have fun with it, I think. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the live Q&A for this week. Jakey, thank you for your thoughts tonight, mate, and you have a great great round, my man. Thanks, mate. You too. Looking forward to seeing all these players play 12, uh, 11 this week, so pretty keen for Beautiful. it. Beautiful. You go well. Jay Warrior, thanks for your thoughts tonight, mate, and you have a crack around and keep climbing. Where Whereabouts are you in ranks at the moment, mate? Uh, 3,000. You dropped back last uh, week a little bit. No, I, I went up 83 ranks. I think I scored 890 and went 83 ranks. There you go. Well, thank you for your wisdom tonight, mates. And we always enjoy your thoughts, mate, as well. So thank you for that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining the show tonight. We'll be back Sunday wrap. It'll probably be a shorter show because there's only four games. I'm sure, Jakey, you're going to be on there on Sunday, I'm sure. With yep, should be on. Kyle and Shooter. So look out for that one and then all the normal programming next week. But... Thank you for joining us tonight and enjoy the footy tonight. Go the Sharkies and have a great round to everyone. Catch you later.